Hey everyone, welcome to another great episode of the Smooth Business Growth Podcast where we share 15 minutes of fast-paced pure marketing strategies proven to move the needle in your business. So I'm your host and Captain Lindsay Phillips. I'm the founder of Smooth Sailing Business Growth where we help busy entrepreneurs attract and acquire customers faster through powerful and consistent content marketing. In fact, if you go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com, you can download your social media roadmap to help you do just that. And I am super Super thrilled to be speaking with uh, Esther Kiss. She's the co-founder of Strategic Influence and the founder of Born to Influence, um, a really one-of-a-kind publicity and marketing agency. So she really helps experts and personal brands get exposure for extended periods of time by placing them in the right media outlets. And I love you know the world of influence and getting out in the media is such an important part. Um, so yeah, so let's set sail, guys. So welcome aboard, Esther. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me, Lindsay. Excited to be here. Awesome. So, I mean, influencer marketing is so big and I know a lot of people are, you know, trying to connect with others to kind of, you know, get into their circles. But I mean, this is all about becoming your own, you becoming the influencer, right? And a lot of people, I think, I don't know if they feel that, oh, I'm, I'm too small, or who am I to be a big influencer? But it's doable, right? Yeah, that's the thing that a lot of people have this sort of this imposter syndrome that who am I yeah. to really do this? Or why should people pay attention to me? But as long as you have a solid track record, you've created a change in your own life, or you've helped some other people accomplish something that is meaningful for them. It's it's a good thing to help others as well. <laughs> and if you become quote unquote famous in your industry, you become the go-to authority, the more, the bigger your reach gets, the more people you're able to help that way. And the business will grow as well. That's true. And I like how you put that, you know, it's not just about putting your face in the limelight, but it enables you to help more people, which is what we want, right? Yeah, yeah, it's so, so important. You know, uh, as I started my own business and this particular business that I have right now, the publicity business, I've started about five years ago. And the whole idea initially was just to connect with influencers. So I started a podcast with my good friend, Meta Miller, and we didn't have a business plan or what our offer would be or anything like that. I just knew that I wanted to connect with high-level yeah. influencers and New York Times bestselling authors and people like Gary Vaynerchuk. And I thought, well, what better way than to give them a platform to help them grow and share their message in a bigger way, reach new audiences and then yeah. talk about their upcoming books or whatever. And then everything develops from there organically. That's awesome. And so besides, you know, changing your mindset and conquering those limiting beliefs, I mean, how do we start? How do we become an influencer? Well, the first step is to really understand what, other people are looking for. So for example, if you want media attention, then that would be understanding what kind of ideal target clients do you have, right? Who are those people and what type of media do they consume? Who are the influencers who they follow? And then based on that, you would create your media list or where you want to be seen, where you want right. to be interviewed, right? So whether it's TV or radio or newspapers or magazines or podcasts, within those categories, what are the specific shows or media outlets that you want to be on? And then start developing relationships with the uh, podcast hosts, with the editors, mm -hmm. the journalists, the reporters, so 
that you can pitch yourself to be featured consistently on these media outlets. Yeah, being featured consistently is really key. That's for sure. Now, what are some of the key media? Because, I mean, everyone thinks of, to me anyways, um, you know, MSN, MSN, you know, NBC, Huffington Post, entrepreneur.com. I mean, but there's more than just that, right? Like how, what types of media are out there that we can use? Yeah. So uh, that's, that's the thing that you got to know what your goals are, whether you're looking, for example, for credibility or for leads and sales, or you want to connect with other influencers. You want to use it for getting clients directly from the people you connect with. You want more speaking. It's like, there's a whole list of different things that you might want. The most common ones for people in the expert space or uh, amongst entrepreneurs is definitely credibility and getting more leads and sales. Those three usually are always part of a publicity campaign. Now, depending on what kind of media you've done before, like let's just assume that you haven't had any media interviews previously, right? Then you definitely want to pay attention to the credibility piece and have at least a handful of interviews that um, are with big media brands, like the ones that you mentioned, to be an NBC, ABC, Fox, CNN, CBS, like any of the uh, TV uh, shows that would be relevant yeah. to your market as well as some of the bigger business publications for like Entrepreneur or Forbes or Inc, Huffington Post, or depending on your niche, it might be, you know, Vogue magazine or whatever your business is, right? But you imagine if you can have those logos on your website that are seen on different, all these different outlets, and not only because of the logos, but you have that content, you have those interviews, and now you can repurpose it. Now you can start putting it out in your social media posts, put it in your email newsletter, in your autoresponder, Mention it on your webinars. If, if you are doing webinars for your offers, use it as content for your Facebook ads and for retargeting. Really, really powerful because when you're associated with those big name brands, automatically that credibility transfers to you as well. Like, hey, this guy must, be, must know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm if they've been on all these different media outlets. And then there's a whole other world of online media, right? The podcasts, the YouTube shows, the blogs, the interviews for private Facebook groups. Those are huge yeah. as well. Like, I for think example, so. I think there are people kind of, I don't know, forget about how important though they are. And I think they're great stepping stones to the bigger media aspects. Yeah, I, I would definitely do both. I don't feel like you have to, quote unquote, climb the ladder and do 20 podcasts before you can reach out to Inca's <laughs> I think it's a, it's a good thing to do both at the same time, especially if you haven't done any of the big brands before. It's, it's, it's a good thing to get started. But then online media is something that people seem to sort of... Uh, brush it aside that it's not that big of a deal because it doesn't look as fancy. But if it's your right target audience, it could be even more powerful for the other piece, right? For leads and sales. Let's, for example, if you were to go on NBC or any of the TV shows, TV networks, right? And you do a morning news segment, for example, if your offer is mainstream, like let's say you have a fitness brand Mm -hmm. or nutrition or something that would be interesting to the average person on the street, then definitely not only it will help you with the credibility, but you will start getting inquiries as well, leads and sales. Now, if you have an SEO business or helping people with their social media, or like in my case with publicity, like nobody, you know, the general public doesn't care. So you would have to find an angle of, okay, what does the, um, 
media, what is what are they already interested in and how can I tie my expertise to it? And it's very doable. We do it for clients all the time. And for myself, I've done it over and over again, finding something that will connect a mainstream news story with the underlying mm-hmm. skill set that allows you to perform in your area of expertise to have those services and products, right? So that's that's where it will more help you toward the credibility piece. And then with the leads and sales, looking at, okay, if I have a B2B offer, like for example, social media uh, services, then where are those Facebook groups? Who are those influencers who Mm. my ideal target clients follow? Where are their communities and how can I get in front of them? And then do an interview, for instance, in a closed Facebook group or for a YouTube show or for a podcast. Yeah. And I'm, they're great ideas. And I mean, everyone knows about podcasting, obviously, and we're in the middle of one. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, doing those kind of interviews on specific Facebook groups, I mean, you're tapping into your target market, which is totally key. I love yeah, I, I just did one last week. It's literally over 8,000 people in that group. Nice. You, know? yeah. you get <laughs> that, that captured attention, right? I mean, who doesn't want that? Yeah, and, and it's exactly my target market. It's, I mean, it's not to say that TV is not worthwhile, yeah. but TV is a much broader net, mm-hmm. and then this is really, really targeted. So do you help people um, like create this strategy of what they need to do uh, to get more media attention, what makes the most sense for them, where they should go, uh, who they should connect with, that kind of thing? Yes. So I do it actually in two ways. One is the done for you services where we actually design the strategy for the client and Mm -hmm. obviously with their input, understanding their business and what they're going after really, really thoroughly before we design what type of media to go after and get their agreement. And then uh, I also have an online home study course that teaches it for those who are not quite in a position to hire a publicist yet, but they want to learn. It spells out everything from A to Z, how to design your campaign all the way through the implementation. And like, to me, it would, it seems like such a daunting thing, right? It's like, you sort of feel like the media or some of these, you know, bigger influencers that they're almost untouchable and like, how do you even approach it? I mean, there's a whole strategy in even just how to pitch. So for me to have an expert who knows the ropes, who's done it for people, I mean, that to me would be the way to go because it would just make it go much so faster, right? And more successful. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's always like that. You know, having somebody by your side who's actually done it before, it will definitely speed things up. And I mean, especially with publicity, it's such a relationship game. Yeah. If you think about how much time and effort and energy uh, we put into developing those relationships over years and years, mm-hmm. and clients can literally buy into that, that's, that's really something that will fast track them. But even if you were to do it yourself, the, the basic... The, the most key concept to understand is that you want to always lead with the spirit of generosity and yes. giving and wanting to help the other person and not just like, Hey, look at me. I'm this great expert. You know? I know. Why don't you want me on your show? <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually looking at this audience and then creating a really compelling pitch mm-hmm. that will be relevant to that audience that you customize for just that media outlet so that they really feel good about having you on. And I mean, for some of my clients, we literally added millions of dollars in additional sales to their business mm-hmm. and their books became bestsellers, in some cases, New York Times bestsellers. It's very, very powerful as long as you do it strategically and in the right order. Yeah. And then it's a whole nother ball of wax to, you know, once you get that media attention, like how do you leverage it? I mean, that's, 
that's a whole nother segment, really. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We touched on it a little bit, you know, being able to repurpose it. Just look at it as professionally produced content yeah. that then you can integrate into your existing sales and marketing funnels. Perfect. And I just think it, it opens so many more doors. It almost like snowballs, right? It's like a domino effect. Once you kind of get that, you know, bit of media coverage or you're in summits or whatever, it opens up the door for more opportunities and bigger growth. Um, that's, that's what I love. I think it's really neat. Absolutely, because you're in front of audiences now who are eager to listen mm -hmm. from their perspective. It's like, hey, I just came across this interview or I saw this article or I saw that person on the news. It's not like I'm being advertised to. Yeah. You don't have that feeling of somebody cramming down something on your throat. Rather, they're trying to educate you and help you and hopefully in an entertaining way that keeps people really engaged. And then that way, uh, the feeling that they have towards you, the, the rapport and the trust that you get to develop. Yeah really fast tracks them um, to, to become customers or clients as well. Now, what are some of the big mistakes we do as entrepreneurs in trying to, you know, get media attention and, and get that credibility? Well, one thing that I see a lot, a lot of times people try to do is to uh, do a press release and I think that they're kind of done. And so press releases are really not effective unless you're already famous or you, right. have a, you run a public company that is traded on a stock exchange. Because if you think about it, the, the theory is that journalists subscribe to these press release services where you spend a few hundred dollars to be in front of them, right? They'll get all these press releases in and then they will choose the ones that they're interested in. But if they've never heard about you, if you're not already famous, for them to go through a bunch of press releases of people coming with this me, me, me mentality of making yeah. announcements, that's just not, not yeah. a good way. But what you can do if you really want to use press releases as part of your campaign is, for example, if you have a book, you would reach out directly to the media contacts where you want to be interviewed and then use your press release as a follow-up piece that, hey, by the way, here is additional information and link out to your press release that here is more information about the book, gotcha. about the event or the conference or whatever it may be. That's great feedback because, yeah, it's funny. People do automatically think, oh, I need to do a press release and then I don't know, all of a sudden I'm going to be famous. <laughs> yeah, and, and then this is sort of the uglier side of the press releases is, which is unfortunate, but a lot of people still do that. And I'm, I'm just shocked that it's still, I still have to even talk about this, that a lot of times people will just say that they'll put those logos on their website that as seen on ABC, NBC, whatever, all these different logos Ooh. based on a press release that they actually have you know, paid for, for some press release company right. to put those releases out, but they have not been quoted. They have not been interviewed. There was nothing where the media outlet actually reached out to them. It's just that they may have picked it up on the back end of their website, which is not even for SEO. Like you can't even find it in Google. <laughs> you know, It's literally right. just a press release for more content on those sites. And they might be affiliated with some of those bigger brands, but it's not like there was an actual interview. Gotcha. So I think that's, that's a huge mistake because it will really come back to bite you. Imagine if somebody would come to your website and they see all these media logos and they say that, wow, this person really, it seems like they really are famous or they know what they're talking about. They've been all, in all these different media outlets. Where can I find some of these interviews? And they start Googling you and nothing comes up. Right, right. Good and valid points, Esther. <laughs> awesome. Um, so if someone was wanting to get started today and kind of get some media attention, what is one must thing that they must do? 
you definitely must make sure that you position yourself in a way that media contacts want to actually interview you. That means having a and compelling media bio, having a professional headshot, being prepared with what you're going to offer to them as a next step once you book those interviews. So for example, having a downloadable cheat sheet or a webinar or a free book or something that you can offer as a next step. And then once you start getting some of these interviews booked and they getting they are getting published, then even create a media page for your website yeah. that will outline some of your top interviews that will really help you get higher level media attention because they can see that you're, you're, you're not green. <laughs> That's perfect. They're great tips, Esther. Now, speaking of checklists, because you did mention them, I know you have one to share with our awesome listeners. Um, how can they find it and what is it? Sure. So it's called the media positioning checklist. And this is something that is my gift to you is completely for free. And it will actually walk you through exactly how to get those things done that I just mentioned, the bio, the headshot, the freebie, Mm. the media page, it literally just one page that you print out and then go one by one, tick out all the items so that you can position yourself in a way that members of the media actually want to interview you. And you can get it at borntoinfluence.com forward slash checklist. Perfect. And I will have that, of course, on our show notes. So that is this week's 50-minute cruise to move the needle in your business. It goes by fast. And thank you so much for joining us, Esther. You gave us some really good um, points on how to get in the media and boost your credibility and help you grow your business. Thank you for having me, Lindsay. Awesome. So folks, if you're looking to achieve faster growth through blogs, videos, podcasting, social media, sales funnels, and all that good juicy stuff with content marketing, look no further than smoothbusinessgrowth.com. So have a profitable and productive week and may the wins always be at your back. 